Welcome to The Actor and the Actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. Jeff, good evening. You know, I've got this burning question I've been meaning to ask you all day. What are you drinking? 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 I am doing a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA Tall Boy. Ooh, a Tall Boy. That's a that's aggressive. Well, I guess it's only seven thirty there. That's not bad. Yourself? <laughs> nice crisp beer, I see. It is. It is a Firestone Walker eight oh five. Oh, you're doing it! I'm doing it. Somebody hooked me up with this Firestone Walker 805 only distributed on the West Coast. I thought it only went as far as Colorado. How Colorado. the heck how well, the heck did you get an 805? Well, you know what? I've got a good friend named the actor who spent way too much on shipping to get this to me, but boy do I appreciate it. Oh man, <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Uh and also it's in this adopted the series koozie, which makes it even better. So it's <laughs> well, great. Well, cheers to you, to your first sip of 805. Mm, that's good. That's good drinking. I see why you like it. It's a good beer. Mm, yeah, it's this is one, uh, you know, like an IPA, it's really good, but you can't just like, you couldn't have more than one of them. This one, you could have more than one of them. I think that's just a lager. Is that, that's just a lager, right? 4.7. Oh, it's yeah. an ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not an IPA. No, I know it's not an IPA. It's. But it's good. It's refreshing. After yeah. having so many IPAs, I'm, I I like it. It's a nice so. crisp finish. I uh, I've I've always enjoyed. I'm I'm glad to see that you're drinking a, an 805 in the Bold North. Not many can say they've done that. Bold North. No. Yeah. I, yeah. That's true. Wow. In fact, you know what? I am. It's below zero here in the Bold North. So I am drinking an 805 below zero. I bet oh. that has not been done very often. All right. Well, tonight. We have got a doozer, as you would say. Uh, we are going to tackle the wonderful topic of politics. Mm. Jeff, Easy. have you and I ever talked politics before? Don't believe so. Can't say we have. Can't I say I talk much about politics with anybody. No, me neither. It's it's one of those uh, topics you try to, I think most people try to stay away from it most of the time. Why do you think that is? I think because people can be very passionate about it and if you are on opposite sides there's there's rarely a middle ground you know hmm. it's like i don't know it seems like people can't they like can't, can't even understand why another person would think differently than them right but i have to be honest i uh I I've very cynical about politics and I'm kind of like, yeah, pol politicians are just there to uh, become powerful themselves. And, you know, like the only job of a politician is for them to try to keep themselves in office. They don't really care about anything. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what I've always thought, but uh, you and I, we, we took this, this little assessment. Hold on. Uh, Oh, it wasn't yeah. a little assessment. You sent me a six-page test on politics. It was not little, everyone. Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't take that long to complete. And actually, if any of you are interested, it's very interesting, I would say. Uh, it's called the political compass test. 
so go to politicalcompass.org. Uh, you can actually pause this podcast right now, go take that test, and then come back and listen, because then you'll know what we're talking about. Unless you're driving. I mean, just pull over and, and take it. and then Cardigan. Cardigan? You said a pullover. I said a cardigan. <laughs> Anyway, after I took this test, they're very thought-provoking questions, and I became a little less cynical about politics because I because I thought to myself, okay, people have actually put a lot of thought into this, and people really do think there is a better way for societies or civilization to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think there is a lot of corruption in politics, so I still have that cynicism. But okay, yeah, maybe there's a little bit to politics, and it, it did kind of pique my curiosity of you know, maybe I should get a more educated viewpoint on some of these things that, uh, you know, that differ politically. Yeah, I agree. I also think that there's probably corruption in really any business or, you know, we even talked about with church, there could be corruption in church, you know, like in our last episode, there could be corruption in politics, there could be, but there also could be good in, in all of these avenues. So I think it's definitely worth the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So I think usually, you know, if people ask me anything about politics, I would, my typical response would be, yeah, I'm apolitical. I don't like politics. I don't care that much about politics. I try to not, I, I try to be as uninvolved with them as I can. Is, is that similar to you or, or yeah, are you a little I, bit more involved? I, I for sure don't involve myself. I think it's a little interesting talking about this now in the times we're in, because I think we're living in a very ongoing conversation that in living, living in a state of world that is in a state of politics and political discussion, because how we're living based on our current pandemic is creating a more aware, self-aware of our own political views, but also of our friends, of our neighbors, of our families. And I think that conversation is very more brought to the surface now than it had been in the past. Yeah, I think your face, we're faced with a lot of decisions as a society uh, because of COVID that makes political, uh, your political views a lot more noticeable. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's caused a lot of tension. Yeah, for sure. So like before, before all this, uh, I mean, I, even with the whole Trump thing, like there, there was a lot of political apprehension, I think, before the pandemic. But would you say like 15, 20 years ago, like there was less or were we just like naive teenagers? So I didn't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you can talk about the Bush years and the Clinton years and the things that will, they didn't seem so prevalent and to us as teenagers and kids that they were as dramatic maybe is the right word, but I think they probably were to an extent, some of the older generations who are experiencing that and even going back to, to pre Bush or, or Bush senior or things like that. Like there, of course, there's going to be always tension and conversation around presidents. I think the Trump Biden conversation and disagreement between our country catapulted into pandemic. And I think people are associating 
maybe a deeper pain or confusion or misunderstanding to the two. And I think that has created such a strong ripple uh, through our culture. And it seems like maybe social media compounds it too, because it gives anybody the opportunity to go on and be like completely uh, convinced of their own opinion without necessarily having to listen to anybody else. (laughs) Well, Um, yeah. And there's no governmental safeguards to social media per se outside of maybe censoring, but then who's controlling that, that whole conversation, just completely something different that is mm -hmm. maybe a different podcast, but in general, social media swings one way or more one way as we can maybe get into that conversation um doesn't it, it swing doesn't it swing whatever way you swing sure the the what you see maybe but um again coming back to like the powers that be who run own and operate facebook's and instagram's there's a political viewpoint that they and an agenda that they will push one way or another. And that stems down from a hierarchical viewpoint all the way down to whoever's just playing on Facebook. That's uh, and that would be more of an authoritarian type of, uh, Ooh. <laughs> so no, that I'm segueing into our, uh, our little quadrant here. So if you take the political compass test, um, it puts you in four quadrants. It, it, uh, there's a, it shows how left versus right you are. Mm-hmm. And then it shows how authoritarian versus libertarian you are. So, yeah, I think most people, when you think, uh, polit- uh politics, you probably just think left versus right, or at least I, I did. <laughs> it's like, what's this quadrant? I didn't realize there's going to be four, but the authoritarian libertarian, that's also like, an interesting part of it. I guess it's like how much you think that your view should be impressed upon others. And maybe that's a simple way to put it. Mm, Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm curious, did you, when you got your results, were they what you expected? You know, actually I hadn't given it much thought until I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) So I think they're about right in that sense to what I maybe had expected. What about you? Yeah, it was a, yeah, I, I think it's exactly what I would expect, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I wonder how similar, I'm guessing we're, we're fairly similar. Yeah, so I am, uh, as far as left to right, I am right, just barely. I'm, they actually, the numbers part of me loves this. They give you a number, I think it's on a scale of minus 10 to plus 10. Uh, and so I am 0.38, right. Oh, wow. So just barely right. Okay. Um, and then libertarian to authoritarian, I am libertarian, um, 3.59. So, (laughs) you know, 35% of the way to libertarian, I guess. So, and that's exactly what I thought as I was taking these, like, I was so unsure of all of them. I'm like, I've got to be like right down the middle because This, these are really hard for me and, and like yeah, you can choose strongly questions. or not strongly. And I hardly ever chose strongly. Yeah. So I am not surprised. And yeah, I, I also agree in, in free where like, I believe in freedom and people should make their own decisions. So it doesn't surprise me to be in the libertarian half yep. either. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And I think I would probably need to expound a little bit more on my social media comment. Cause I'm not 
saying there needs to be that strict of control because I actually do <laughs> find myself in the libertarian viewpoint. So from a libertarian perspective, I am at the 3.13. Okay. So pretty close to you. Pretty close, um, yeah. Um, but in terms of left, right, I actually swing left. Um, I am at a negative 2.5. So I thought I'd be a little bit closer to the center line. Um, so I'm not sure where that um, swap is, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, I'm not too many quadrants off from a centered line, um, but I mean, the yeah, green... we're, we're pretty close. I mean, yep. despite being in different quadrants, you know, as the crow flies pretty close there. <laughs> Hard questions. I... Oh Yeah. Also, like, I mean, you know, my job is uh, in money. And so uh, I have like, oh, yeah, these economic questions, I should get these. But one of the questions, I, I don't know if, if you thought much about this question, but they said basically, like, what's more important, inflation or minimizing, un minimizing inflation or minimizing unemployment? Uh -huh. It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is a really great question. I have not thought enough to answer that question. And I like, I don't really know how the answer to that makes you be left, right, libertarian or authoritarian, but interesting. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I, I'm curious um, about how other people do. So feel free, like this is a great test. It, it really is more than anything. It's challenging. And hopefully more, more important than your results are sparking thoughts on some of these subjects because they're actually really good questions that um, we should think about. I mean, we should talk about, we should have conversations around because it's the world we live in. And uh, um, I think there's an important conversation to be had with people you feel close enough to have these with. Uh, so definitely check out the test. Yeah. And I would say that even the way that the questions were worded, I, by the way, just so everyone knows, I did no research about this website. I assume it's, it seems like a pretty uh, neutral website. I just like did a Google search. So don't put too much stock in this, but it seems like pretty unbiased website. Uh, but anyway, the questions, um, the way that they were worded, like they were worded in, in a way that I wasn't used to hearing it, that it's like, okay, yeah, I could see, even though I disagree with that, comment mm -hmm. i can see why somebody would think that that is a good idea yeah and like i would be willing to try to hear an argument about that well there's pride attached to our own convictions so our own beliefs our own opinions because it's us it's it's my own viewpoint i've established it out of whatever reason years of my life experiences encounters mistakes highs and lows like it, it's given me a political compass um and I think these are important questions and I would, you know, counter the idea of it being an argument. I think that's just generally where we always are. It's it, it, we need to have these conversations and we need to enter them openly, especially in the times we're in, like what things need to have a, Hey, this is my viewpoint, but I'd love to hear yours. Oh, I, that makes sense. Why you think that I don't agree with that, but I understand how you could instead of, Oh, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to have a conversation with you. Like it's, it's become so politically charged with a, I can, or I can't, or I do, or I don't that it's, it's not a, it's not a conversation anymore. It's a division. I think if you get to the level where you actually are having a conversation, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and I'll go back to the social media thing. Like uh, close your eyes. <laughs> 
This is for you, Jeff, or for our listeners. Um, Unless you're driving. If you are, oh, this all is only going to work if you're on social media. Uh, but if you are but on how, social media. <laughs> wait. No, no, not right wait, now. If you my are eyes general, are closed. <laughs> if you look at social media on a somewhat regular basis. Okay, got it. I bet that uh, you, you can picture somebody on the left side of the aisle and someone on the right side of the aisle who that's all they ever post about. And they are, every single post is like just, you know, very derogatory towards the other side and just like leaves no room for discussion. Can, can, can you think about two examples of such? Yes. Things? Got it. Yes. <laughs> you can open your eyes. Oh, that was just to help you visualize that. <laughs> oh, thank you. It helps from a creative standpoint. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and I think like when you think about the, you know, someone who has different viewpoints than you, that's what you think about. You think about this person that is just really stubborn and all they want to do is try to make people believe what they believe and they're not willing to listen at all. Uh, and that just turns you off to the conversation. It's like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to that person in person because clearly this is not going to be a fun conversation if I talk with them. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, where my standpoint is on political points, political posts on social media. <laughs> Maybe there's a place for them, but I, I think there's a, there's a little bit of a, it's a difficult thing when you want to explain your point of view, because you have to tread carefully to do it in a way that isn't judging and shooting down somebody else, which I think is what generally happens. Cause it's basically like, here's my belief. I'm correct. You're wrong. Here's my belief again. You suck. Which is generally what like those politically charged posts are, as opposed to, hey, here's my belief. I'm okay if you don't believe the same. Your opinion matters too, but here's mine. Here's why. And I still like you because there's a massive difference on that, but nobody posts that on Facebook. Mm -hmm. They throw out their, you know two cents and then they're like okay cool log off oh check back in an hour but it's like that that kind of stuff doesn't create unity it doesn't spread love and it doesn't allow for conversation it mm. again like you said it, it people will unfollow you but also you'll really get like those few people who are like yeah i agree with you and it's like that like oh yeah good good i if somebody agrees with me but you've hurt so many people who will never reply and you just generally don't know that. And I think that's the problem is it's a one-way conversation and that's what social media has taken away. It used to be different. It used to be like we talked about in, an, in the Facebook episode, social media episode where you could post on each other's walls. And it, it was about going to the other person and saying, hey, how's it going? Hey, happy birthday. Hey, how are you? And all of a sudden over the years of social media and Facebook, particularly Instagram was always like this, but Facebook changed. It became about me. It became about what are you saying? Get your voice across, maybe go viral with your opinion or your charge or your post and less about the other. And that's where social media has become very, very charged and very difficult to, to kind of control and I think it's been a little bit of the, it's been a little bit more of the momentum of the division that we're currently seeing. Yeah. I never thought about that, but yeah, when Facebook started, it was, yeah, you write on someone's wall and um, it was like a, a message and, but yeah, now it's just kind of like, yeah, I want everyone to see this. So I'm going to post it. 
and people are going to listen to me. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, I didn't realize this uh, talking about politics was just going to devolve into bashing social media, but I guess. It well, has. I don't think it is. I think that your, your point <laughs> is, is proven and also maybe our point here, because you just said, well, there's good that comes from it. And I agree there is. Yeah. Again, it's kind of like it does come back to with that great power comes great responsibility. That's our government with great power comes great responsibility in our, in our government, wherever you fall, the conversation needs to be a conversation. It doesn't need to be so stark and so aggressive. So Trump this or Biden this or um, vaccine this or no vaccine that or whatever it is. It's like, there needs to be discussion. And if we don't, discuss if we don't openly hear other people we're going to continue to hate and we're going to continue to not love and with that we're going to continue to divide our country in a way that is damaging i agree and when i hear certain things um well one of the tests i do it when i hear people say things they say okay if the if the shoe was on the other foot would the roles just be reversed and if so, like, stop being angry about this or stop making a point about this. And th that sounds very vague, but let, let's give an example. So the um, let's go, Brandon, you aware of let's go, Brandon. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> there's, there's both sides of this thing, right? So you've got people on the left saying, how could, how could these terrible people latch on to this let's go, Brandon phrase and, you know, use it to disparage the president? And then you've got people on the right saying, oh, come on, it's, it's a joke. You know, how can you come like you guys are just stop taking it so personally. But you know that if this happened four years ago and it was something about Trump, like the roles would have been reversed in both of those situations. And you're choosing to believe things because they happen to be attached to your political affiliation. And that is the stuff that drives me nuts. Yeah. It's like anytime somebody says, I can't believe blank did blank. So many times, the only reason you're saying that is because you don't agree with their ideology mm. and it has nothing to do with the actual thing that they did. I think most of the time, like maybe not all the time, but 90% of the time, if you're talk with somebody about politics, it's going to be a very civil conversation. It's probably going to be a good conversation. It's just that I think conversation is what's gone. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, you only talk with people that have the same beliefs as you, or you go to social media, or you just listen to the media, you know, whatever side you want to listen to. And all that does is it makes, it gets you angry and it gets you all wound up. When if you just have a conversation with somebody, you realize that you're not that far apart. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there because I think this is important. And I think that this is going to hopefully stir on even if one person does it. But I, I, want you, I want you in the next month, find somebody who you know has a different viewpoint or stance on something and have a conversation with them about it as opposed to an argument and go and go into knowing that, Hey, this person does not agree with that. And I want you to initiate the conversation basically saying, I know we don't agree, but let's talk about it. 
not with a goal to change anything, but to hear and to listen. I think there's too much talking going right now in, in our country and not enough listening. I like it. I'll do it. Does it have to be that person that keeps posting incessantly on Facebook? <laughs> no, don't, no, pick a, pick an easy target, but somebody who's different than you don't go, don't go having a conversation where, you know, you're going to get, ah, I agree with you. All right. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. And we'll, uh, we'll report back next week. Uh, hit us with your emails. We need some mail, hit us in the mailbag, give us a moniker. If you haven't, there's a couple of you who said you're going to still haven't received it. You know who you are. Hmm. And also, uh, check out the link, do the test. Uh, Aaron's going to post it in the uh, breakdown on the website. So when you're listening to this, it'll be in the description. Feel free to click on that and go to the website and let us know where you're at. And you know what? And if you're, uh, if, if you're in a very different quadrant than Jeff or I, then reach out to one of us. We'll have a conversation with you. Would love to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yep. Hit us up at actor in the actuary at gmail.com. Well, thanks everyone. Um, this isn't exactly how I thought it was going to go. I thought we were actually going to get into some political topics, like what is your stance on certain political things, but I think this is a better place. I think this is more applicable to everyone and it can, uh, it can start, uh, start us to have good conversations. I think it's less important about where you stand um, and more about why you stand where you do. So let's have those conversations. I like it. All right. Thanks everyone. Have a great night.